Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. There's a story about the Tower of Babel where um, a large group of people in a certain area began to build a tower to reach God. And through the building of this form, they were going to encounter Allah, God. And Allah watched this happening and changed their languages. So all of a sudden, these people who were unified by language spoke different tongues. Obviously, that's the word where the word Babel comes from. And while they were in different tongues, they could no longer cooperate to build this tower and this fruitless venture uh, was left aside. There's a lot of uh, points in the story. There's a lot of wisdom in the story. Uh, a lot of it has to do with the false sense of unity that people have because they share external things in common. They shared a language. They shared a location. They shared an idea. So, hurrah, let's go. And they went, and they built, and they built, and they built, and they built. And all of a sudden, they didn't share the language anymore. And whatever it was that was the impetus for moving forward kind of fell apart because the communication began to lack, began to be difficult. Uh, unity is not about people having things in common that may be forced on them or that may even be by choice. But unity is not about having things in common, necessarily. You can take two birds of the same species and tie them together, and they can't fly. Why? Because it's a duality. They're two different birds. Even though they look alike, even though they're brought together, it's still a duality. So, even though we all speak the same language, there's a duality here. Even though we may all share the same rituals, there's a duality here. And until you get beyond the point of duality, you cannot get to the point of understanding unity. Because in the world, unity says, do what your father did, pray the way your father prayed, and if you don't, there will be consequences. Now, depending on the country that you live in, the consequences are different. Uh, if you live in America, the consequences may be that you'll be shunned. If you live in Afghanistan, the consequences may be that you'll be killed. If you live in Northern Ireland, the consequences almost also might be that you will be killed. But there are consequences from leaving the path 
of your heritage, the path of that you were born into. And it takes a certain kind of person to be able to see through the lie that form is. One of my favorite things that Bauer said was, you can't reach God by either growing or shaving your hair. There's an enormous amount of insight in that. Essentially, what he's saying is that form is not going to get you to God. Ritual is not going to get you to God. He used to say that five times prayer is like a job. And if you do it, and you should do it, you'll get a certain wage for doing it. But there is a difference between understanding Allah's grace and doing what is expected of you alone. In other words, you have to go beyond the ritual. You have to go beyond the form. You have to go beyond that which the eye can see and the ear can hear and the nose can smell and your fingers can touch. We have to enter into another realm. And that realm is difficult to enter into because people are so attached to their race, their language, their form, their religion, their ritual. Ritual has replaced religion. During uh, the time of Gandhi, women who died before their husbands, well, actually, during the time of uh, before Gandhi in India, women who died before their husbands were put on the pyre with their husbands. And if not, they were taken and put in monasteries. And sometimes this affected very young girls because there was also a uh, custom that old men would marry 15, 12, 13-year-old girls, and they would have to be killed or else put on the pyre, I'm sorry, or else go into the monastery. Well, Gandhi began to talk against this, and it had become instituted into the religion as if it were actually a part of it. And he said some words that we should all be really aware of and cognizant of. He said, I used to think religion was truth. And then I learned that truth is religion. The understanding that your religion is not truthful and that your religion has within it things that are there mainly for its idea of keeping society together or its idea of maintaining the religion or the self-motive of the religion that those things exist within the religion is very difficult for some people to bear. To the point where if someone says that something in their religion is not true, it was added 
or it was misinterpreted, they'll kill over that kind of a statement because they're protecting the honor of religion. They've all forgot about protecting the honor of truth. And when you have a situation when people are protecting the honor of religion as the foremost thing within their society, then you have a society that is bent on running into conflict with other people. It has to happen. The religion becomes foremost in everything. And when that happens, every other religion becomes a blockade to the uh, literal understanding that this religion is the only way. And Bawa said, as to religions being the only way, a very, very profound statement. I asked him, is there a chosen people? Is there a group that God has put the mantle on as the true carriers of your faith? And his response was, yes, there is. The ones who choose Allah, Allah chooses them back. Now, to take that understanding and to make that part of your existence begins to deny a lot of the fabric of what religions are preaching and what religions are teaching, which is my way or hell. My way or apostasy. My way or an, an inappropriate lifestyle. So, we need to be the ones who understand that external ritual, external show, is not reality, is not hak. It's a systematic approach to integrating form into spirituality so that it fits within the world. And what we need to begin to understand is how to separate ourselves from the world. Tying the two birds together and them not being able to fly is a duality. Anything that we attach ourselves with to the world stops us from being able to fly and creates a duality. So if there's something that we love in extreme in the world, it creates a duality. And in duality, there is no haq because Allah hu ahad. God is one. Existence is one. And there is no duality. So the, the, the true path is beginning to understand and clearing yourself 
of all of that which you are attached to in illusion that keeps you from being with that one. And then the question comes, how does one release oneself from all of that that's been accumulated in the world? And this is the tricky part. It's the qualities of God that release you. But the qualities of God also release you from your religion. If you are truly Rahman, merciful, compassionate, then you are truly merciful, compassionate towards those outside of your belief system as well as the ones inside your belief system. And if you can't be compassionate and merciful towards the ones outside of your belief system, you can't be with Hak. So in your belief system, you're thwarted from unity. You're thwarted from reality. You're thwarted from coming together with that which is the truth. And religion becomes the truth instead of truth being religion. So if we are truly seekers, we have to have the courage not to be bound by our ancestral demands. We have to have the courage to be able to break away from everything that we've heard and everything that we've been told that tries to keep us in place so that we conform to all that came before us. Muhayyadin means mu, the one, hai, the life, deen, the religion, the path. Muhayyadin, the one who brings life back to the religion. Why do you need life back in the religion? Why do you need to bring truth back in the religion? Because it becomes stale. When people who are not of the capacity to understand the qualities of Allah and to apply them universally, take control of things, then the religion becomes altered and becomes dualistic. It separates me from you. It separates my religion from your religion. It separates people. And unless you can be among those who can break through that, there is an inability to get to the truth. Now, each of the religions will tell you that they are the last way. After them, no new revelation occurred. But what Mohayyadeen says is there may not be a need for a new religion. But God has not stopped sending the truth in words into this world. And there are always people who come into this world who tell the truth. And whether you choose to listen to them or not is up to you. But the truth will always be available to you. Muhammad Rahim Bao Mahayadeen was an example of the fact that the truth could continue to come and does continue to come. The religion is a pot. You're the plant. Without water, the plant doesn't grow.
Mohayadeen is the water that allows the plant to grow, to be able to reach the truth and to reach Hak. So we need to be fearless. We need not to have attachment to anything. Now, that does not mean that we run around snubbing our noses at people, but it means that we are not affected by their snubbing their noses at us and by their pushing us out of what's accepted and by their insistence that they are the only way. We know what we know, and we know it deeply. It has become entrenched in us, and it is tolerant, and it is merciful, and it is loving kindness, and it is an ability to accept all kinds and all ways. And even though we may not agree with how they do things, we leave open the possibility that they too can break through the chains that bind them through their heritage and through their race and through their religions to the understanding that there is an open space where all people can exist. There is an open space that is free for everyone and to everyone. And that's when we can begin to understand that the usurpers of that kind of freedom are the ones who are the pillars of hell, even though they call themselves imams, and even, they call, even though they call themselves religions. This is a powerful understanding that we have to have. Our allegiance is to Allah. Our allegiance is to the truth. Our religion, our, our allegiance is to Rahman and Rahim. And we have to keep that allegiance strong and not let it be swayed by all of the worldly attempts to put us in boxes uh, that separate us from other people. May it come to pass that the world begins to understand the unity that is within mankind. And it's not about everybody tied together and flying together, because it can't be done that way. Each bird has to fly by itself, and each bird has to be allowed to fly by itself. And when you tie to tie all the birds together, you end up with everybody enchained and unable to fly. Let freedom ring. Amen. Amen.